is so stupid it's positively brilliant. Yep, Charlemagne the God. Andrew Schultz. We are the brilliant idiots. And uh, is this a dream? Is this really happening? NBA playoffs madness. You're damn right it is. Mark your calendars, folks. NBA playoff action is here. And the Lakers are still considered the favorites to win it all. Are they? I don't know. I don't sleep on those nuggets, man. But uh, my bookie is the only online sports book that loves the NBA as much as you do. That's why you have over 150 bets for you to choose from. Will any team go 8-0 after the restart? No. How many points will LeBron average? Who's winning on opening day? The Lakers? <laughs> Are the Clippers? I think we got the answer to that. With thousands of lines and a host of props, my bookie's the only name you need to remember when it comes to getting action today on the games you watch. All right, join the day and my bookie will double your first deposit. And not only will they match you dollar for dollar, but they're also throwing in a free $10 NBA future bet. Just enter promo code IDIOTS to claim when signing up. Remember at my bookie, the terms are simple. You bet, you win, they pay. Let's start the show. Let's do it, man. Where do we go, man? Uh, what'd you think, man? What'd you think about this week? What was positively brilliant to you? Uh, what was positively positively brilliant? What was what a fucking idiot? Um, I don't know, man. I'm just so drained and exhausted. You know, uh, the Breonna Taylor verdict was yesterday. I didn't expect justice. I didn't expect you know the cops to be held responsible. You know what I'm saying? And and listen, right. I I've looked at the case. I totally understand the case. At the least, you got to get a manslaughter. Right? At the least. To whom? I, I have someone who I think that they should give manslaughter to, but it's actually not one of those cops. Really? Yeah. Who should it be? The person that potentially lied to get her house mm. under surveillance. Because mm. I think, what is it, James something, Jones or something like that? Who? Who are you talking about? There is a, apparently, there is a cop who, in order to get her house on mm-hmm. the uh, surveillance list, lied i guess about like her connection to this alleged drug dealer yeah. that she was dating prior or like gave misleading information to put it because there's no reason to put her house there because she's not involved she's not even with the guy anymore so why yeah. is it even on the list so if it turns out that that person did falsify things to get her house on and then this ended up happening you gotta charge him with bare minimum manslaughter. Yeah, I mean that's that's the problem with the whole situation, right? Like clearly mistakes were made. Whether it was that what you're talking about, the fact that they changed things on the um the report after the fact, you know what I mean? Oh, the yeah. officers did. Like so clearly there was some type of malpractice that happened. 100%. There, there's no job in America that you can fuck up on. And there's not some type of consequences or repercussions. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that the cops willfully kicked in the door and was like, oh, it's black people in here. Let's kill them. You know what I mean? But there was a mistake made. And the fact that Breonna Taylor happens to be a black woman, it just, you know, piles on the feeling that so many of us already have, which is America just does not give a fuck about black lives. Yeah. This is like. This this really sucks, because if. We all had the feeling that America does care about black lives. Then we could look at this case objectively a little bit more objectively yes. based on what happened. Like, obviously, it's a tragedy what happened, right? But when you look at the events that transpired, they go to this house. There's some discrepancy on with other under uh, false pretenses. Under false pretenses yeah. that could have been lied about by this dude, yeah, who I yeah, think yeah. needs to be held accountable 100. They some are saying that 
They did knock on the door. Some are saying they didn't. I believe the Brown Sarah's boyfriend said that they did hear a knock, and that's why he no, went No, he didn't. There. I think he said that they did, and then some neighbors are saying there was no knock, and some neighbors are saying there are. I don't remember. There, I do remember him saying something to the effect of, he 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 screamed. He said, "Yo, who's there?" And nobody said anything. Yeah. Right, but yeah. so he, they heard that he said he heard the knock, but right. they didn't. He didn't hear them announce themselves as police. But don't you think that's stupid? If you have a no knock warrant, why would you knock? It makes no sense. So, so <laughs> like, so so. But just to get into like the shooting part, right? So it's like he sees somebody break into his home who has not announced himself as the police. So he has every right to defend himself. Two a baby, yes, right. The police think they're breaking into a, a potential drug spot, right? So when they break in and they see and or like hear gunfire, they're like, oh shit, like, we got it's action. On. It, boom, exactly. Yeah. So both sides, this is the crazy thing that's going on, right? Both sides think that they're shooting at drug dealers. Brianna Taylor's boyfriend is thinking, oh shit, is this Brianna's ex who's upset that I'm dating her now? Mm -hmm. He might be in the streets allegedly involved in some shit. He did say that. Very important to know he did say he thought that it was the ex-boyfriend. It was the ex-boyfriend. Breaking in or something like that. Right? So he's like, oh shit, this is a drug that he's going to kill me. And then the police are like, oh, we're breaking into this drug house. They're shooting at us. So both sides think they're actually shooting at the same person. And both sides, unfortunately, were both in their rights to do that. Right? Yeah. What happened afterwards when the cops are covering up what the fuck happened because they Absolutely. know they fucked up. Absolutely. They need to be held accountable for that shit. Absolutely. And that dude who potentially lied to get her house under surveillance when it should have never been surveyed in the first place need to be held accountable for that. But I honestly, I'm like, what do you what do you say to the cops? Like, what do you what do you tell them? Yeah, I don't um I'm not I'm not what, do, I, what would you do to those cops that are there? What what would you do? I would hold them accountable for trying to cover shit up. Hundred percent. Do you yes. hold because, uh, but what the verbiage that we hear is arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Is it arrest the cops that covered up the death of Breonna Taylor? Is that more? Yeah, hundred percent same yeah. cops. But is that more like an accurate? But that's what makes it look like it was an actual, like more than a, a mistake. The fact that they tried to cover it up. But that's what people do. They try to cover up their fucking mistake. Hundred percent. But the moral of the story is somebody should have been held accountable. There's no way. I don't even know what the fuck wonton endangerment. What the fuck? I thought wonton was a soup. I'm serious. What the fuck is that? I had to look that shit up. I'm like, what the fuck is wonton endangerment? Chinese taking over, bro. These guys. Yo, you know what's so crazy? <laughs> no, man. What's so crazy? I'm they taking I'm, over our laws, bro. bro our flus. I'm, I'm selling a property. And um, I, was, I, I, was at, I was at the property. And uh, this dude comes immediately not stereotyping i just knew you're from staten island as soon as i saw him as soon as he pulled i just i'm just like this guy is all the way from staten island. he's like yeah. he looked like a cop he's like hey yeah. look like a fucking yeah. cop everybody's right? Island looks like a cop bro there's one way to look out there like a cop <laughs> he had the slick back hair exactly, he's, yeah. he's like he's like hey it's your property i'm like yeah he's like got the sale side you know he's like can we can we talk without the Without the, uh, the, the, the brokers. Broker, the broker? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Yo, so, so, Italians, bro. Keep going, man. We're going to talk so, about Italians, bro. So immediately, uh, I'm on guard now. You might have been stereotyping uh, me, but he wasn't because he did ask me if this is my property. He didn't say, hey, you cutting grass here? You know, he, he did ask me. So I'm like, he's like, can we do it without the broker? And I'm like, well, I already got a, you know, an offer or whatever, whatever. He's like, yeah, my, 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 my brother is, uh, he wants to move out here and, um, you know, he's looking for a place close to us. And I'm like, where's your brother live at? I already know what he's going to say. 
Oh, Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> Staten Island. And I'm like, oh, okay. And he goes, somebody made you offer, huh? What kind of offer? I said, cash offer. I said, you getting what you want? I said, yeah, pretty much. He goes, Chinese, isn't it? <laughs> he, goes, he, goes to, he goes, those Chinese, man. He goes, oh, those Chinese. You're not wrong, though. <laughs> you want to know something, dude? When I was buying my place in Manhattan, right? Every well, one ended up happening with him. That was it. That was it. I thought, well, I know, and I, it, was, it, it felt so good. I go, no, Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, look, it's like when I said Muslim, he was like, look, let me give you my number. All right, I need to call you. I think we can beat whatever offer you're making. Like, whatever you do, please don't sell it to the Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy, man. That's just his plan to make America white again. I have just no buy idea. up all the properties where the minorities live. There was a, uh, there's a when I was buying my place, there was two properties that like I put uh, money down on, and then I got, I got not outbid, but I just got bid the same amount, but it was all cash offers by Chinese. Wow. Yeah, it was Chinese and Russian buyers from outside of the country. And and it's just offers. them trying to get their money out of China or Russia. Wow. Yeah. Why? I wonder why. I don't know. I, maybe they have more control of it over here. You know, less restrictions than Chinese government. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, apparently we cut that shit out. You can't just be from China and just like buying a property. That's what happened in um, Vancouver. Apparently like China owns all the apartment, not all, but like a huge amount of the apartments in Vancouver. And then people from Vancouver can't afford to live there. Because all the apartments are just bought up and no one's even living in them. Well, I'm not mad at the Chinese for figuring it the fuck out. Yeah. All right? So they yeah. figured out their economic yeah. power and they are using it you know, as they should. That is so true, though, about Italians never want to just pay for things the way they're paid for. <laughs> you rubbing his chin right? like, can we do yeah, it without yeah, the broker? Yeah. But like, even like, like, like I, first of all, like I got a buddy, right? Like when he pays for dinner, he gives the waiter the cash. Like like that, and he kind of like looks away, and it's like <laughs> you're not doing anything illegal, buddy. Like, <laughs> he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes thank, hey, thank you very much. He kind of like looks around. It's like, it's like you're obeying the law by paying for your meal. That's how things work, dude. I have a buddy, another buddy, Paul Verzi. Shout out to Paul Verzi, very funny oh, comedian. Oh man, this guy tips everybody. Everybody, it doesn't matter what you do. Like, you know, when you tip at a restaurant, you just tip at the end and then that tip goes to everybody, right? But like the guy comes over, brings water. He goes, this kid was hustling. I mean, he was sweating. I had my cup down at 25%. He's back over the table. He's <laughs> filling that cup up. He goes, I had to give him some cheese. <laughs> I go, what do you mean? I peeled off a couple. I peeled off a couple. It was some cheese. I'd be like, thank hey, that water's full, kid. And I appreciate what you do. Everybody gets a little scratch. That's good. At least you paid attention to detail. Because these waiters do be busting their ass. No, and then, but bro, the bus boy too. The waiter, the bus boy, every wasn't, wasn't Paul saying shit out? Dude, this guy tips oh everybody. God, the guy at the subway, thank you for the Metro card. Eh? Listen, I, I I guess the moral of the story, uh, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. I don't know. I don't have no, I don't have no answers for nobody no more, bro. Yeah. Um, and I hate the one thing I do hate, don't politicize black people's pain in order to tell them to fucking vote. I don't like that shit. Ooh. The reason go, I, the, the, re, the reason I don't like it is because yes, should we vote in November? Absolutely. We should vote for the top of the ticket. We should vote for the Senate seats, everything. But you have to remember one thing when you're a black person in America, right? 
Black people have been seeing these kind of injustices forever. Doesn't matter the administration. Doesn't matter what party is in power. Doesn't matter if it's national, if it's local. All we care about is the injustice. So just saying, hey, vote and that'll fix it. Come on, man, stop. We know we know that's not we, we've seen it happen a million times mm-hmm. all across the board in all of these different places. We know that is not the absolute solution, mm. you know, because when you're talking about civil rights and civil liberties, great. We need those upheld. We want people to follow those and, 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 and respect us for having them. But you know what you got to respect more than anything? A person's human rights. Mm-hmm. You know what number one human right is? Your life. Life. Yeah. Your right to fucking live. If you don't see me as human, we not even going to get to the civil part. Yeah, that's the tricky thing, man, because uh, that's the contract that we have. We were talking about this on Flagrant, too, but uh, the contract that people have with the government when it comes to justice is if somebody breaks the law, the government handles it. Boom. Right? That's our contract. The Boom. government goes, yo, we're going to handle if anybody breaks the law, we're going to deliver justice. And then we go, you sure? And then they go, yeah, we got this. And then we shake on that. And if the government doesn't deliver justice to the people who deserve it, what do you think we're supposed to do? What? You broke the contract. What would an Italian do if somebody didn't pay him? Can we do this without the broker? <laughs> <laughs> or, or he'd break their legs. And that, but that's that's what, what will really happen. I'm going to start breaking fail. legs. People are like, look, we want justice, but can we do this without voting? Because I ain't fucking with none of y'all. Seriously. And that's how people feel. Mm. And that's why it's very important for... Now in this in this climate, mm-hmm. I guess politicians got to capture the the rage people feel to a certain extent. I act like you at least know what's going on. Also, if with they certain don't people. say something, we hold them accountable for yes. that too. Like you know, every time Trump doesn't talk about something, people will be like, "Well, it's been three months since Trump spoke about blah blah blah." Or if Biden doesn't mention the riots or something like that, they go, "See how Biden is okay with the riots? He's okay with cities burning I hated, down." I hated Biden's statement. What did he say? He just was like, you know, please don't. He said, peacefully protesting is fine, but we don't want violence, yada, yada, yada. Listen, tell the police to police peacefully. Mm. Tell the police we don't want violence. Mm. And I'm not encouraging violence either. I'm just simply saying you can't tell the people in pain how to process their pain. They're in pain. Mm. So I'm just saying have some type of empathy for like. What's going on with those people in the street and how many times they've seen this over and over? Trump, I expect Trump to Trump. Trump, I didn't. Trump did exactly what he was supposed to do. Uh, he had a he had a banger this week. What do you say? Which one? Oof. Oh, but listen. <laughs> Hello, Rafiki. What? I've been telling y'all for a year and a half. Trump isn't leaving. Oh no, no, I wasn't talking about that one. Oh. And I also thought that you were acting him out, calling someone Rafiki, and I was like that. <laughs> Would be newsworthy. I have not seen that one. But if Trump oh, the, 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 calls uh, the, the, the Attorney General in Kentucky, Rafiki, he's a star. He's an, he's an absolute star. <laughs> he's an absolute star. <laughs> star, Rafiki's a star. <laughs> I'd hold him up at the end of the rock. I'd hold him right up at the end of the rock. <laughs> That's the line. Oh, my bad. I'm bad. <laughs> That's simple. Listen, Andrew. what you were saying before that. Yo, Trump. Yes. You see what Trump said about Meghan Markle said? No, what he said? I missed it. So they asked Meghan Markle and Harry about who they were supporting for the election for some fucking reason. Why? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Here's a fuck what Harry has to say about the election. And they said Biden. And then uh, someone said at the Trump press conference, you got it, Al. You got the clip. It's all good. I didn't hear you it. You got it. So they asked him, 
<laughs> they said, what do you think about Harry and Meghan Markle saying uh, they support Biden in the coming election? And then he says this. You, you, you got it, Taylor. <laughs> Prince Harry and Meghan Markle uh, chimed in on the U.S. election and essentially encouraged people to vote for Joe Biden. I to get your reaction to that. I'm not a fan of hers. And uh, I would say this, and she probably has heard that, but uh, I wish a lot of luck to Harry because he's going to need it. We've never had a more consistent president. Interesting. You've never had a more consistent president. <laughs> you, Trump is going to give you exactly what you expect to get from Donald Trump. Trump, I'm telling you, there's only one other person, and I've said this before, there's only one other human that I know who was everything they advertised him to be, over-exceeded expectations. Gucci man. LeBron James. Oh, LeBron, LeBron, yeah. LeBron is the only person that who, from the beginning. From the beginning, they told us this is the guy, yeah, yeah. and he overseeded expectations. Yeah, yeah. They told us what Trump was, yeah. and he's overexceeded expectations. It's actually yeah. amazing to watch. And um, he's not leaving the White House. So do you really do you think he's not leaving because he's gonna lose and just not go? It's and a, he's gonna dispute the result? It's a whole thing that uh I, I I haven't downloaded enough to explain yet, but there's so many great articles on it, but it has to do with the electoral college. And you know what? Matter of fact, let me pull it up. What I, is it about? I can I can I can read it in two seconds. Hold on. It's, this article is in the Independent and it's by uh, a dude named Tim Worth. He actually wrote this in July, but I've been reading so many of these for the past year. But Trump has a plan to stay in the White House if he loses the election, right? Now, Senator Tim Worth says, he goes, uh, there's a strategy to suppress voter turnout by purging voters, especially inner city voters, from registration rolls and suppressing mail in voting. He also uh, believes physical polling locations will be limited, especially in urban areas, in an effort to create long lines on election day and discourage voting. Uh, yes, and his, his theory doesn't end at the ballot box. He believes that should the president lose, he will claim the vote was rigged and rely on a complicated gambit involving emergency powers and the compliance of Republican legislators to stay in the White House. According to Mr. Worth, should Mr. Trump lose in a scenario where Joe Biden beats him by decent but not overwhelming margins in the swing states of Arizona, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, Mr. Trump will declare that the vote was rigged. He will supposedly blame mail-in ballots and Chinese election interference for the loss and invoke emergency powers to launch a Justice Department investigation into alleged election hacking in the swing, sta swing states. From there, Mr. Worth claims Mr. Trump will stall until December 14th, which is the date when states must appoint their U.S. Electoral College electors because the swing states are each controlled by Republicans. Mr. Worth believes the state legislators will refuse to certify their elections until their electors until the election hacking investigation is finished. He then claims Democrats will challenge the investigation and the challenge to the election, which will eventually be taken to the Supreme Court. Mm. Mr. Worth believes the Supreme Court will rule against the Republicans, but will concede that Mr. Trump's emergency powers authorize him to continue his investigation. The Supreme Court will also maintain that should the swing states not be able to certify their selectors by December 14th for any reason, then the Electoral College will have to meet and vote for the president without the swing states included. Under Mr. Worth's theory, the Electoral College will then meet without the swing states under oh, investigation. And, elect him. and neither candidate will receive enough votes to secure the presidency. And then the House of Representatives, it'll move to the House of Rep Representatives where each delegation gets to cast one vote towards the presidency since they are more Republican controlled 
controlled House delegations than Democratic controlled delegations, Republicans will win 26 to 23. Republicans will be the victors of the vote and Mr. Trump will remain in office. Now, wow, that theory might sound crazy to some, not to Rafiki. Okay, <laughs> I I am expecting the goddamn series finale, our right. season finale. I don't know which one. The series finale, season finale, twenty twenty is going to be something special. If you think this shit is ending on November third and just regular, everybody go vote. You're out of your fucking mind, uh-huh. <laughs> and you haven't been paying attention, and you don't know that guy. Same shit he said to Meghan Markle. He's going to say to America. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna say the exact same thing. I'm wishing you good luck because you're gonna fucking need it. I'm telling you that right now. Do you know what I need to say about uh, President-elect Joe Biden? I wish him good luck because he's, he's gonna, gonna need, need it. it. The guy's not even. Yo, Trump said yesterday. If you don't ask about the transi- peaceful transition of power, if you throw the goddamn absentee ballots away, you won't even have to worry about that. Yeah, just throw them away. What the fuck is he telling you? Do you think that? There's a world where he wins um, easily. Yeah. And then none of this happens. Yeah. This only happens if he loses, right? Yeah. So is there a world where he wins? I don't, I don't think it's a done wins? deal. Yeah. I don't, th- I don't think Biden's up 3-0 in this series. Yeah, at all, right? No. It's pretty even, I no. think, and which is which is sad. Yeah. This should be this should be easy. Trump, for Trump, you're saying. Well, this should be easy for Biden with everything Why? that's going on in the country. Yeah, but he's dead. Like if he was alive I think it would be easier But he's dead I'm looking forward to the debate next week So am I That shit is going to be the greatest roast battle We've ever seen (laughs) in our life Y'all Just two racists up there You like black people No you like black people What is is Biden going to say When Trump tells him to his face All you've ever done is hurt black people if you thought that Biden saying you ain't black was something, I didn't even do anything to prompt that. Mm-hmm. Trump is going to be up there pushing poking. and prodding and poking. poking. And, oh, man, please. He can't wait, too. He can't wait. He's snorting be Adderall right you. now preparing. He's just fucking ready for this, dude. I think it's an easy body. For Trump. Easy I don't know why the hell they agreed to it. I have no clue. They should have found a way to keep him in the basement. Everything was going well when he was in the basement, and they were just kind of controlling his statements. But if you're putting him out there in front of the people... Easy body. Trump's a better performer. I hate... That's that's the world we live in, bro. It's feelings over facts. Do you think they want him to win? What do you mean? Do you think the Democrats want to win? Doesn't feel sometimes like they don't even want to. Man, that's so interesting you say that because... Can I can I make a little caveat I, yeah. point to that? And I I don't have facts to support this as feelings right now, but like for, for whatever reason, it feels to me that when there's a Republican president, there's more Democrats in Congress, and when there's a Democrat president, there's more Republicans in Congress. Mm-hmm. Right? There's some sort of maybe balance that's going on there. We'd have to look it up to see. But maybe Democrats are like, yeah, we don't care about being president, like. Let's just have all the jobs. Let's have tons of jobs in Congress and Senate. And- no, I think they want it all. Fair enough. It's probably. It's yeah, power. It's power. They want power. But- they want power. I just think Democrats are too busy playing to lose because they know Joe Biden is not a great candidate. Mm. So being that he's not a great candidate, let's just like, let's keep everything calm. Let's keep him in the basement. Let's not play to lose. But when you do that, you're not playing to win either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's going to be bad next week during the debate because you're dealing with a person, as Hillary Clinton said, who doesn't give a fuck about facts, mm-hmm. who will say anything to win. Mm-hmm. And that is the era that we live in. What would you say if you're Biden to Trump? How do you throw him off? I think you got to be a combination of um, 
facts, mm-hmm. constantly press him on the things that he's done wrong, and most importantly, don't get caught up in defending yourself when he's throwing the bullshit at you. Because you, you can easily be on the defensive. You hate black people. You, you look, the 94 crime bill locked up mad black people, which you did, by the way. Now you're defending that and say, well, the, 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 I did that because uh, black people wanted me to do this and that. Like, no, this ain't about you, Joe. Constantly keep the light on him and what he's done wrong. Mm. 200,000 people dead from coronavirus. Mm. Uh, economy in the toilet. Just keep that going. Just keep that. You know what I mean? Mm. You keep that, you might got a chance. But if you get caught up in defending yourself against the Trump, you, just easy money. Do you think that Joe Biden is egoless enough to not react? No. If, no. I feel like he got ego. I feel like he's going to start snapping. He's an 80-year-old white man. But it's going to be two old white men arguing, and yes. it's the most entertaining thing. <laughs> if you think Italians are entertaining, look at two old guys white. I mean, like, I called it whiting, not fighting. <laughs> look at two old guys whiting. And Trump don't respect them because he's Pope. You know who would have been a better? Oh. Bloomberg and Trump would have been a good one because Bloomberg got that money. Yeah, so he Trump, can sun him a little bit. Trump can sun he, he, um, Bloomberg, Bloomberg, Bloomberg can, yeah, Bloomberg him. can yeah. sun Trump. I, I got some uh, white billionaire friends and they're from New York and they always talk to me about how Trump was like the... He's not a real billionaire. Yeah, we don't really respect, respect him. him we like never that. respected him like that. Yeah, and, yeah, and, he, yeah. and they thought, he thought the presidency was going to make them respect him more. And they now, still don't respect him. Yeah. So he going to talk down to... Joe. Yeah, he's nothing. Joe, you from Delaware? <laughs> but he can't talk too down because his voters don't have money. Who? Trump's voters. It's they not just care. rich people voting for Trump. They don't care. They just want to see Joe Biden get slammed. They don't care. You know why? Because Trump can Trump Trump does a good job of of playing the rich poll game. Mm. He's a rich man who talks poor issues. We we were saying that this is such a fucking brilliant observation. We we're talking about this as well. Nobody in history has done a better job of saying they're the greatest while being a victim at the same time. I'm the most amazing president. I'm the most this. I'm the most that. That's not they're, true. Who? Kanye West. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's, they're the same person. Oh. Kanye, it's Kanye. By the way, most... most you understand what I'm saying? I, I get exactly what you're okay, saying. Okay, break it down, though. Yeah. Most narcissists are that, though. Narcissists. What the fuck did I say? That was some girl used to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Disney movie that's not coming out. Narcissist. Narciss- <laughs> most, most, most narcissistic people... Are like that. Yeah. They claim to be the greatest. They have this overinflated sense of self, but then they are simultaneously always the victim. Yeah. It is a traditional trait. Isn't that interesting? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I got Kanye on my. um, See, Kanye goes, he's both on my positively brilliant and what a fucking idiot. Okay. Because, yes, like we said last week, you should rebel against the exploitive contracts in the music industry. And and I spoke to Kanye this week. And mean, like I yeah. told Kanye, I said, yo, I hope that this conversation you're having isn't a self-serving conversation. And right? what's his reaction to that? Um, but I, I explained why. I said, because, you know, yes, very true. These record contracts are exploitive, right? But what you're not telling people is that you negotiated with Def Jam Universal four different times mm. and you chose the money over your masters every single time. Mm. And you're not telling people that you... You own the masters uh, of Jesus in every album of yours after that. Mm. And you're not telling the people what you finally did say that you own 
your artists on good music masters mm. as well, at least a, a half of half them, right? Them, yeah. It's like, yo, if you're going to have this conversation, tell the whole truth. Mm. Put it all on the table. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you took the money over the masters because at the time you wanted to, I don't know. You needed some money. He was yeah, broke. You wanted to do something. You wanted yeah. to buy a house. You wanted to stunt. Whatever the fuck it was. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? Who knows what your reasonings were? Yeah. But you did. So let's have that conversation. Yeah. Because like I said, just like I, and I said this to him, the same way people can, the same way you said slavery was a choice, mm. people can flip your words on you and say signing these record uh. deals is a choice too. And I just, I just want him to have the whole conversation. Yeah. Put it all out there if you're going to really, really, really talk about it's it. It's easy when you no longer need the money to say, well, I want the masters. But when you made the choice to take the you masters, took the money. Sorry, the money instead of the masters, and now retroactively, you're like, how fucked are the, up are these people? These people are enslaving at this, that, the other. It seems a little bit hypocritical. That being said, these record deals do need some remixing. Of course. Like a lot. It's an insane deal. Of course. Like we're going to front you money. You make that money back for us, plus you make more money for us, but we still own the music. That's an unfair deal. I'm no not, one should have ever signed that deal. Nobody's history. debating that. Yeah. But how is that deal even existing today? Like, how has there not been pushback about that? Um, Because usually you're taking people who don't know any better. You're taking- But eventually they know better, right? Eventually they know. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But you got to, I mean, you got to negotiate from a place of leverage. That's why this area that we're in right now is so amazing, right? Because you have these kids who- have their own analytics. They have their own data. They are they're stars before they ever even have to sit down with a major record label. So they don't yeah. have to sign their soul away and give it all up. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's you a know, different ball game. You got you got more leverage now. Now I'm understanding it because in order for for you to get your album in stores, you had to be with a record label. Of course, that was the only conduit. Just like in order to be on TV, you had to be on a network. So I, then once you get rid of that, yeah, they take away all of their leverage to put you in these like. Horrible contract. I talked to somebody this week um, who was just explaining to me how, like, yo, back in the day, they signed a record deal, not for money, because they were doing very well independently. They signed a record deal because they wanted the promo. They wanted the marketing because they felt like once they used that promo and marketing to get their brand up, they could, like, eat forever on a national level. And they, and they were right. You know what I mean? But those are the type of strategic things that you do you know, as you're growing in this industry. And I just think that those conversations need to be had to give people a better understanding as opposed to just being like, all the record industry does is rob you. All what they do is slavery. All what they do is oppression. Uh, the four times you had an opportunity to get free, it Kanye, seems like, yeah. you chose not to be free. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you did negotiate a situation to where you got, you know, Yeezus and everything else after that. So it's not like you don't know how to negotiate. And I'm fine with you even now yeah. trying to go back and get your old masters but just tell the people the real story I, I need every detail to be told like don't use because it's very it's 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 the it's law 12 and the 48 laws of power if i'm not mistaken look this up if i'm wrong alex but i'm pretty sure law 12 is using select use selective generosity and honesty to disarm your victim right so that's what you do you give them a little bit you you tell them like i'm in a bad that's it it's law 12. i'm in a bad contract and you even let them See some of the contract. Knowing people can't read contracts. So if they can read contracts, they can see that you own some of your masters. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And they can see that you signed this contract when you were 30-something years old. So you should have known better. Mm. Right? So you use a little selective generosity and a little selective honesty, right? To just get over on people. And people just eat that shit the fuck up. It's like, oh, he's telling us the truth. Look, he's telling us he's that he got- He's fighting for us. He's fighting for us. He got over on- the, the, They're getting over on him. Yada, yada, yada. I, I think that's why. 
I'm and I think always, it's self-serving. Yeah. I'm always curious of people who like fight for the people but never put anybody on. Kanye's putting people on. He's put a lot of people on, but he's doing. But but what happens is we get in these positions and we start using the same oppressive tactics that we're fighting against. Mm. And I want every artist on good music, Big Sean, Deanna Taylor, whoever else, designer, hold Kanye to that tweet he posted where yeah. he said he's giving you back fifty percent of your masters. Yeah. I don't know if that shit can be used in a court of law or what, but hold him to that. And I want a report on that. In the next month, two months, three months, I don't know how long it takes to give somebody their master's Why back. Why should it take long? <clears throat> it shouldn't take long, but hold him to that shit because that should have been a thing from the beginning, right? Yeah. If you're fighting against people oppressing you yeah. and, and, and wanting your master's back, sitting the first thing you think, well, I got all these kids kidnapped in a, yeah, kidnapped yeah. to put in the basement. Shouldn't I let them go first before yeah, I go out here and start yeah. fighting against child trafficking? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this shit is weird. It's really- well, that's it's, how you know that it's retroactive. <clears throat> right? That's how you know it's, how can I serve me? And then people call him out. He's like, oh shit, I do have to button that thing up right there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. furthermore, it adds to his leverage, right? You can't ask for your masters back before you ask for the masters of the people you represent. You gotta, and you gotta be the gonna, change you wanna see. Exactly, but most importantly- Getting them their masters back, maybe you lose a few million dollars total. Getting your masters back, oh yeah, that's tens of millions of dollars in perpetuity. You're gonna make way more money when you got your songs than you will with designers. But now I can, st- but now you can really stand on the words you're, you're speaking. That too, you know what I'm saying? But he, he stands to make way more off of his masters than off of theirs. That's what I'm trying mm-hmm, to say. Mm-hmm. So of course you're gonna fight for that. Now if he was in the opposite situation, if he was a record company that cannot make money without owning a piece of somebody, I don't think that he's relinquishing that shit. Say it again. So for example, like he has his masters that he can, he can acquire and make yes. so much money off of. Yes. If he never had any of his own shit, I don't think he's giving back theirs. Oh yeah. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. 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 If you're just an executive. Exactly. Yeah, if he was just an executive. Like is Diddy yeah, giving yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah, yeah. shit or does Diddy own people's <clears throat> masters? I'm not exactly sure. I'm he, sure he does. He probably owns people's masters. I don't see him giving that shit back. I'm sure he does. I'm sure he does. I don't I, and I, I mean, like Jay didn't. What was the whole thing with Jay? Uh, oh, that's fire! I didn't like that either. <laughs> what was the whole thing with Jay? It was some bullshit. It was a bullshit ass meme that somebody made online, and Kanye retweeted it. And he didn't say it wasn't true. He just simply said, "Hey, man, don't cause division between me and my brother." I I, I asked him about that, you know, as well. And it's what just he like, said? he don't know if it's true or not. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's just like that. But my point is, don't retweet that. You know what yeah. I mean? But when, when I saw the retweet, I knew what it was. It's just like... That's him taking a shot. A, it, it's definitely him taking a shot. But it's just like, why, if you really care about your brother, why would you put that kind of information out there? Some random shit that you just saw online that you don't know if it's true or not. You did that because you want to rile up people against him. Yes. Because you have still some hurt inside of you mm-hmm. for that man. Mm-hmm. There's still some jealousy. There's still some envy that you have for that man. So you want people to start looking at him funny. You in want the most to look at- pussy way, too. I hate it. You you shrouded it in support. I That's the it. most pussy shit right I hate there. It. I hate when I hate people it. shroud criticism in, in support. I hate it. You know what I'm it. saying? Like, oh, it. no, I really support our God. We got to fight for this, whatever, all while you shitting on at the same time. It's cowardly. It don't is. be a fucking pussy. Just man up, stand behind your words. If you don't like Jay, then call it out. Don't cause division with my brother. That I want you all to know <laughs> and that he sold my shit. Meme. Yeah, oh, man, dude. and I and I do agree. Kanye definitely needs um to be on the board seats 
of Adidas and Gap. Yeah, but, fight for that. That's dope. But that should have been fought before you did a deal 100%, with them. 100%. Don't sign the deal. It's This is the thing. If you sign the deal and you don't live up to your standards, you don't give money back. Right? If I'm an NBA player, I sign a contract for $40 million for four years and I play like shit, I don't go, hey, New York Knicks, I'd like to give you $20 million back. I played like shit. Do I? Yeah. Hell no, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody would ever tell me to. Yeah. I think, Kanye, you understand how fucking valuable you are to a brand, mind-bogglingly valuable. As part of that value, ask for that board seat. Ask for the board seat. 100%. Not only ask for a board seat, ask for positions. Anytime you do a, you do a deal with a major corporation, partnership, whatever, if, if this company is, is, is staking their reputation on this partnership with you and y'all are joining forces like this, ask for certain things. Say, I want... A, a, a black woman in this position. Mm. I need to be on this seat right here. Like, mm -hmm. I say that before you even do the deal. There's yeah. nothing that's not negotiable, right. especially when you got leverage. Um, did you see Jimmy Kimmel profess his support for Black Lives Matter with Anthony Amber Anderson uh, during the Emmys in no. what was possibly the most cringeworthy? Y'all watch the Emmys? No. Oh. It's just a clip, but you haven't seen it. I didn't this. see that. This is... The only thing I saw was when they was trying to cancel Jimmy again for some joke he made. I forgot what was the joke. Look it was at like, this. Can he, you just play told it? told John Oliver, I'm going to call ice on you or something? No, he did Yes, did he, he really? did. Good call. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Calling on Harry and Megan, too. <laughs> fuck. So Talking crazy. ass shit. <laughs> you look how un-motherfucking right. comfortable uh, JK, this shit gets. Now, before we announce the nominees, you know, I have a few things that uh, I'd like to say. You do? Yes, I oh. do. Because in rehearsal, I thought we decided that we're just going You know, we have a record number of black Emmy nominees this year, which is great. This is the part where the white people start to applaud. Oh. And nod. Oh. Thank you, Jimmy. All right, these Emmys would have been all-star... You know, these Emmys would have been NBA All-Star Weekend and Wakanda, all wrapped into one. This was supposed to be the blackest Emmys ever. Y'all wouldn't have been able to handle how black it was going to be. But, but because of COVID, we can't even get in the damn building. Well, thank you, Anthony. Yeah, these Emmys would have been so black, it would have been like hot sauce in your purse black. It, it would have been Howard University homecoming black. It, it would have been you fit the description black. Well, um, I'm sorry that it wasn't that. It would have been great. It really yeah, would have. We wish would have had speeches mm -hmm. quoting our great poets like Maya Angelou, Langston Hughes, Cardi B, Bob, Jimmy. Oh, the song. Oh, yes. totally. Yes. Yeah, right. But, right. but instead of that sexy, melanated energy, here I am alone in a sterilized green room Trying not to sneeze on a llama. What a damn it, it shame. Actually, an alpaca. All right, don't white explain it to me, Jimmy. Sorry. It should have been a pit bull. But not tonight. No, not tonight. This isn't what it should have been, Jimmy. But, but you know what? I'm still rooting for everybody black. Because black stories, black performances, and black lives matter. Say it with me, Jimmy. Black, Black lives, lives matter. matter. Louder, Jimmy. Black, Black lives, lives matter. matter. Louder, Jimmy. Say it so that Mike Pence can hear it. Black, Black lives, lives matter. matter. That's right. And because Black lives matter, Black people will stay at home tonight to be safe. 
which is fine because guess what? Y'all don't know how to light us anyway. No. Jimmy, I'm glad I got that off I my chest. I am too. I am too, yeah. I'm glad uh, you did. I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative that you've given me a safe space to say this from. No, it's my pleasure. You okay. know that. Yes. Uh, could you scoot over so I can stand on this star? Okay, yes, I will. Bring it out. Okay. All right. That was the longest two minutes and 52 seconds ever. Let me tell you something. You have <laughs> to have you heard a that crowd, babe? bro. Like, you got to have a crowd, But, bro. like, can you... What happened there? Like, either what happened is they don't have a crowd, but they're still talking. And I see this happen on a lot of the late night shows. They're still talking as if they're Dude. talking to the crowd. Like, it's the way they talk. And the way yeah, to be, yeah, they haven't adjusted to not having No, it. man, yeah. you got to listen. That's, this is when radio comes into play, bro. I was about to say. Or stand up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think know stand up. Radio, more radio. So, yeah. Radio, yeah, radio and podcasting. Like, yeah. you got to be able to just to go up there and talk and not worry about what the reaction is going to be. Like, yeah. that shit sounded. Awkward as fuck. What was the what was the Jimmy Kimmel like Black Lives Matter repetition thing? Like what? That just felt so awkward. It felt like he was being bullied into saying like- Black Lives Matter <laughs> as if this is what it felt like. It was as if he didn't believe it and Anthony Anderson was going, eh, do Black Lives Matter? It looked like a role reversal to me. He looked like the black on? man was um, <laughs> the slave owner. <laughs> Say my Kimmel, name. Jimmy Kimmel was a slave. <laughs> Say my name. That's what it looked like to me. Yeah. Matter of fact, I liked it. I loved it, actually. <laughs> I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, it's I not. Thoroughly, I, thoroughly, <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. Now that I look at it that way, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I also misquoted that. It's not Say My Name. What's the thing from Roots? Not no, it is her. rude. Say your name. What's your, oh, what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just felt so weird, bro. What was the llama thing? I, don't, I didn't get that There's There was part. probably some like llama thing earlier in it. But just so weird. It was the blackest Emmys ever, though. But was I will it? say this. I don't want anybody to think that that was a pity Emmy. Because at least for me, maybe because I watch all these shows, I thought everybody that won deserved to win. I thought you said you don't watch it. What? Just in the beginning. No, no, like, no. I said the shows. The shows that won. Ah. Like Zendaya for Euphoria. Great yeah. fucking show. Can't let your kids watch it because your kids love Zendaya, so they just think it's Zendaya. And, and it's they a, just get know, heartbroken. Yeah. Euphoria is a great show. Who else? Well, Eddie Murphy won for SNL. Eddie Murphy did great on SNL. Gotcha. He did the best you could on the SNL, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, who else won? Chappelle definitely deserved it for Sticks and Stones. 100%. And I loved his speech. And, you know, just want to point out just want to point out, shut the fuck up forever. Eh? Is that is that a Charlebar? Eh? Is that a Charlebar right there? Eh? Is he borrowing some Charlebars? For years, I'm just saying for years now. Shut the fuck up forever. I've been throwing that out there for a long time. Mm. Just want to put that out, mm. you know. But when I ask for credit for things, yeah, shut the fuck up and be humble. Interesting. Everybody else asks for credit for things. Give it to him. You're such a victim, you narcissist. I am such a victim. I am a fucking victim. Let's pay some bills, man. Let's do it. All right, guys. We're going to stop for a second pay some bills. Listen, this episode has been brought to you by you getting your life together, okay? If you got a business, you need to take it to the next level. You need to be serious, and it needs to look good, especially online. Simple as that. If you do not have a website, you don't have a business these days. You need a home page for your business so people take it seriously. Imagine telling people you have a legit business. They go, well, what's your website? I'll look it up. And then they go, ah. And then you go, we don't have a website. They roll in their eyes. They're not taking it seriously. So this is what I need you to do. I need you to go to Squarespace. 
Okay. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful, unique looking website. They have 24 seven customer support. They'll help you along the entire way. You can buy your domain there and design your website. You don't even have to pay until you make it live. Think about that. Make it look beautiful. Make everything perfect. Squarespace.com. You're going to use the promo code idiots. And you know what? I think we even got a little deal for you if you use that promo code idiots. All you got to do is head to squarespace.com slash idiot. Okay. That's all you got to do. You do everything at squarespace.com slash idiot. And you're going to use the promo code idiot. And we're going to give 10 I'd give you 10% off your uh, first website or domain. I'm telling you, this is the easiest way to get your business to the next level. Go design it, go make it, go build it and get it up on the web. Now let's get back to the show. All right, guys, we're going to take a break for a second. Get them dicks hard. Yeah, you heard me right. Get them dicks hard. Okay, we're not playing around. Ain't going to be no wobbly dicks around here. No soft dicks, no jello dicks. Okay, we're coming through with hard dicks and we're doing that with blue chew. Blue chew. Okay, same active ingredient that's inside Cialis Viagra, but this is the chew is blue and it does not play around. All right, what you're going to do is you're going to get it for free. Do you want the hardest dick in your life? You want to satisfy your wife? You want to satisfy your girl? You want to satisfy your side chick? You want to satisfy the new girl that you haven't hit yet, but the first one you want to give her that first impression that's going to last? You chew it out. Simple as that. Okay, what you're going to do is you're going to go to bluechew.com slash idiots, okay? And all you got to do is pay $5 for shipping and you're going to get that sample for free. Bluechew.com slash idiots, pay $5 for shipping and then you will get that sample for free. You go do that and give the woman in your life the time that she deserves. Let's get back to the show. Listen, how much credit should one want? Um, Serious question. In life, in life, in life, right? How much credit should one want? The, the, and this is a continuation of even when you hear, uh, I, I don't, I, I like when, 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 I, when, I, when, I, when I heard Chappelle say, shut the fuck up forever, I'm not gonna lie, my ego says, you say that all the time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But isn't that the way life is when it comes to words, when it comes to language? Like if something is, sounds cool and it sounds dope, you, you, you share it and well, you don't have a license on it, right? I see all the time, I see articles written about other comics that have adopted my content strategy. True, true. Right? Going with YouTube, going with clips, putting out their specials in YouTube, chopping up into little pieces and had lots of success. And I see all these articles that are written by them, these pieces done by them. You know, they'll go on podcasts and talk about it, not reference, you know, me at all when I like have conversations with them Mm -hmm. and break down the whole strategy and the best way to go about it. And... How upset I am at that is 100% dependent on how good I feel about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, isn't that true? Like, That's so fucking true, bro. If I'm feeling good, like if I'm feeling good and fulfilled (laughs) in all the things I'm doing, right? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, oh, that's great that they're winning, they're getting theirs out there because that's what I want to share with the world so that all these other comics could actually get some fucking leverage in this business. Yeah, they could yeah, yeah. sign good deals and get what they're worth and have careers and that's what I want to share with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if I'm having a bad day... I want that fucking credit. You gotta kiss the ring, You gotta bro. kiss the ring. But I agree with that. You know 100%. what I'm saying? So it's a reflection of me. It yeah. has nothing to do with them. Yeah. It's about how good I feel about myself and if I'm doing enough in my life to make myself feel fulfilled. Are you getting your just due? 
To you, to yourself. To yourself. Because I know when you're feeling great, it yeah. means you feel like you've created some cool shit. And then Chappelle says that, you're like, holy shit, Dave Chappelle is saying the shit I say. That's fucking fire. And yeah, when you're yeah, not, yeah. you something's bugging you, you're probably like, oh, so we all just going to run with my shit? Nobody going to ask about it? <laughs> so we all, everybody using my shit. That's what it is? Huh? It's good though. I like I own those masters. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, nah, I get what not you what you're saying is absolutely true. It's it solely depends on you yeah. and how you feel and and what's going on in your life. Yeah. You know I, what I'm th- for me, that's what it usually comes down to. R R can be a level of um, you know, Dave Chappelle is a genius to me. So if, if 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 you're saying something, and I'm not saying I'm not saying Chappelle got this from me at all. I'm just saying if you're a genius. If a genius was repeating something that you say often, yeah, you're like, wow, yeah, that's a compliment. That's a compliment. You know what I'm saying? All the more reason you want fucking credit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other thing. When someone more famous than you does some shit, you know that it's theirs now. Oh, it is. I mean, literally, that was the headline. Yeah, yeah. Dave Chappelle tells people shut the fuck up forever. I'm like, well, god damn it. Nah, that's the other thing. <laughs> what the fuck? I've been telling people shut the fuck up forever on the radio for, for at years. least years. Yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Nobody gives a fuck when I say it. Jesus Christ. When you say it again, they're like, oh, he took oh, the word Chappelle. Chappelle. <laughs> that shit will drive you crazy, bro. That, you literally, that, that. you innovate, you change the game, and motherfucker accuses you of doing something that someone copied you. Ooh. Oh my God, bro. I don't give a fuck how good you feel. That will make you feel nah, terrible. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> That's when you got to overcompensate like crazy. Oh, no, 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 no. That's my child. Yo, you talking about, oh, you talking about the thing that my child did. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must have that confused. You must not know about it. Oh, you just, oh, you tell yourself, oh, okay, I'll come up with something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Until that shit get taken again. Yeah. All right. I'm waiting for, waiting for something else to come up. Yo, there's this, there's this, this shit I watch on Netflix, Chef's Table. You ever seen that? No. It's so good. I think you really appreciate it. And, uh. But this chef was talking about how he's working for this famous chef and he invented this dope ass dish, right? And the famous chef said to him, he goes, look, this is fire. But if I put this on the menu, this is my dish. Not in terms of who invented it, in terms of the public perception. Mm -hmm. They'll always look at this as my dish. Are you ready to give this away? Or do you want to keep it? That's a good fucking question, bro. And that's a cool thing for a boss to even say, like, whoa, that's fire. And the dude goes, literally says, nah, this this is a dish. I'll come up with tons of ideas. He's like, man, I ain't come up with no fucking ideas after I gave that away. Why not name it after the chef that made it? Because you don't go to John's restaurant to eat Dave's shit. But that's but you're still at John's restaurant. Yeah. So if you if he names the meal after the fucking chef, that don't hurt him. The shit still tastes good and it's easy to remember. Yeah, but now you're giving that chef credit. Yo, I'm with you, but you know how it is. Somebody's always gonna get is always gonna go to the captain of the ship. Like if the if the ship sinks, you blame the captain, right? You don't blame the motherfucker that should have been watching it while the captain was sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Titanic was done. Captain's probably sleeping. But it's his fault. It's like, why you try to strain the iceberg? Like, my assistant did that shit. No, there there is something I want people to uh, duplicate, though, or replicate. That you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to um, I want to salute my man, Steve Benjamin, Mayor Steve Benjamin of Columbia, South Carolina. You know, every year I do um, a book bag giveaway in Monk's Corner, right? So I'm doing that every year for like five, six years. But this year, of course, it just didn't feel right to give away book bags. Because a lot of kids are at Everybody home doing virtual home. learning. Yeah. And man, I saw this uh, article. How often do you need a new book bag, though? 
I don't know. Every I mean, I just year? do I, I just do it every year. I don't know. I mean, that's a good question. I don't know. I just yeah. I just do it every year. Um, but you know, um, there was this article on Hollywood Unlocked I saw where these kids were at Taco Fucking Bell mm. using the Wi-Fi just to do, to do homework. homework. And when you a father, like I'm a father of three, so it's just like it it hurt me to see my my two oldest daughters who are in school doing virtual learning last year, and even they still have to do some virtual learning now. Mm-hmm. And you take for granted the luxury of Wi-Fi. Yeah. And how many people don't have it. I, I don't even consider that people don't have it. I see homeless people on phones in New York City. But when you go to certain parts of the country, it's definitely more remote. They're not going to have Wi-Fi. No so Wi-Fi. what are you doing, bro? Talk to me. Well, my, there's, there's, a, there's an organization called Ignite Cities. And when I reached out to Steve Benjamin, um, I guess, you know, they have some type of partnership with them. And, you know, I, I was able to provide the colony apartment community with free Wi-Fi. How? You know what I'm saying? By spending money. By, paying, by, 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 spending, by spending the money. Is that an apartment complex, I guess? Yeah. The, ah, the, 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 col- the colony apartment. So it's, it's, a, it's a whole apartment complex. And it's like a free Wi-Fi program that provides students who are unable to log on remotely and families oh, searching for fire. both employment and coronavirus assistance with, with Wi-Fi. And so the Wi-Fi devices require zero trenching of cables and they rely entirely on so- solar power and cell service, and it's at no cost to the city or its residents. So, you know, salute to WIS News 10. I saw them put that. Um, no, that's no applause. We don't, we don't applaud for stuff like that. Okay, I'll take it. Take it. Right. <laughs> but no, I do want people to duplicate that, man. Reach out yeah. um, to Ignite Cities. Step it uh, up, Chappelle. Google them. <laughs> Let's oh, no, see you what you no, got. No, 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 you can't fuck with Chappelle. Let's see Chappelle what is got. such a philanthropist. He is. Oh, he's a beast. He's a beast. But, um... Yes. I'm on your side here. I'm true, like, I'm true. Try, I got you. Like, what do you want me to say? All right, fine. You ain't shit, bro. <laughs> Chappelle got you. Shut the fuck up forever with your little Wi-Fi. Do some real philanthropy like Chappelle. God you, damn. you ain't built your own Woodstock. Yeah, built your own Woodstock. People, you don't bro. got people flying to goddamn Yellow Springs, Ohio. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ain't giving everybody in Ohio coronavirus Yo, at your bar. Why you ain't there yet? <laughs> what? You should be out there. I don't know, man. No, I'm, no, for real. Chappelle and da- Donnell. 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 I would be I would be honored, of course. I'll be honored, of course. But uh right now, actually, I wouldn't be able to go. Why? Because we're working on something that is taking an insane oh, amount you, of you. time. You're working on something that's gonna enable you to build your own goddamn Woodstock. Maybe right here in New York City. Maybe, and maybe. We're gonna produce it. Maybe not but invite, I would be and not, absolutely and not honored. invite you, Donnell. Chappelle is the absolute goat. He is Chappelle and Chris Rock. Yeah. I, I put Chappelle over Rock. For me, it's Patrice and Chappelle. Those are the. Two. I'm not listening. I'm, yeah, I mean that's a good debate, right? Like that's not like that's also, not. Also, do we give Chris Rock the credit now that we know he's like part? Of- oh no 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 no! He's like a level below. Uh, and in his, this is his words, not yeah. mine. You'll hear him on the Breakfast Club. He's like a level below Asperger's. He has a non-verbal. What is it? It's a learning disorder. Yeah, that he doesn't pick up on non-verbal cues. That's well. an advantage. Huge really? For, for, an, for stand-up? Hells yeah. Oh, because you say whatever oh. you want. You don't hear any pushback. Yeah, because even if you're looking at people and you don't know what they're thinking, like you're not thinking matter. about it. Yeah, yeah, Huge yeah, advantage. Yeah, 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 also, yeah. you're not thinking about people's feelings all day like the rest of us. You're just thinking about jokes. But you need. He's cheating. But no, it's actually kind of harder, though. I'll tell you why. Because you need the laughter because he doesn't understand anything else. Exactly. So if, like, say, if you, like, if you say something 
people will cringe like, but at least you know you got something out of it. He doesn't understand. He that. doesn't get that. You he understand needs what I'm people. Ha ha ha. He needs funny. to laugh. He needs to actually hear the laugh or the boo yeah. to know what what he's actually doing. Huge out there. advantage, dude. Really? Yeah, huge advantage. He's been cheating this whole fucking time. <laughs> when you have the dope thing is when you have a conversation with Chris. Like he does, pro- you could tell he's processing information. Like, and now it makes so much sense. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. It makes so much sense. When if you've ever had a conversation with Chris, he's sitting there, he's listening in intently. He doesn't respond right away. You know what I'm saying? Like he takes it in. He's thinking about what he's saying. Like I don't know, Chris. I don't buy it. Chris, I don't buy it. You just weird, bro. Get over that shit. By the way, he said it was close to us. By the way, yeah, guys like that though, they might need to go. Get checked and see if they got that shit for real. That's the thing. We're all going to get checked. Everybody's going to be on the spectrum. And it's just like, that's I the think we cool all thing. are. Yeah, that's why it's a spectrum. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I got optimum. <laughs> I got optimum Wi-Fi and cable, bro. I don't know what the fuck that means. I hear people say it all the time and I just go with it. So, so what does on the spectrum mean? I think a spectrum... <laughs> just Google it, Al. I'm this serious. Is what I, I don't think. know. I think a spectrum means it goes from like nothing to something. And so there are people who are like in the middle. They got a little bit. There's people who got it all the way. Yeah. But it's not like black, white. You're either one or the other. It's not like male, female. But that's humans. That's everybody. Everything's on the spectrum. There's no, there's no, that's, we talked about this on the podcast a couple weeks ago. It yeah. screams a fucking shit I'm out. Just saying, no Seinfeld said that he's on a spectrum now. Chris is saying he's on a spectrum. All these comics want to say that they got like autism or Asperger's or whatever like that. It's just like, let those kids have that shit. Let the fucking, what is it? The player coach that comes in the last play of the game. He shoots a three and the whole school goes crazy. Let them have autism. Why are you hopping on their autism? I don't think he has autism. They're hopping will, on the autism. I will say. Um... They're hopping on the autism. It's like, let them have their one thing. You can't let them have one thing. Now, that one kid who shot a three was like, yo, I have autism, but I hit a three in a high school game. But then they're looking at Chris Rock like, yeah, I have autism and I made millions of dollars. So now that kid, his three is worth nothing. Leave these kids alone. I'm tired of these multimillionaires trying to victimize themselves with all these things. Deal with it. You figured it out. You did okay with your Asperger's. Your autism, whatever it is, you did just fine. We don't want to feel bad for you. Stop it. Listen, we could just be getting old too, though. That's another thing. You're old. You don't want to listen to people when they talk to you. Exactly. Seriously. It's just old. You're old. You're tired of people. You're nonverbal. Yeah, you're nonverbal. You don't want to hear people be verbal. I'm not paying you attention anyway. Exactly. You're old. Just say you're old. (laughs) You got a young girlfriend. You're tired of listening to her ass, so you say you got autism. That's really what it is. Let's just be honest. You got some young ass chick who tell you about her day all day, tell you about she saw the social dilemma, she's terrified. You don't want to hear that shit. So you just go, listen, baby, I got autism. When you talk, I turn it off. <laughs> I love you, Chris. Yo, check Chris he out. He also on Fargo. Though, did say Fargo. in an interview he he put it together that he doesn't understand technology too. That's why he thought it was him. Of course, being he doesn't understand technology. It's not for him. Oh no, but he did he, say that. No, like, no, you're right. Say, he he did say that. He said he thought he was just getting old because the old. I guess the older it get, yeah, the this disorder was getting worse, and he just said he thought he was getting old. But it's like, no, he just doesn't. Pick up on things is I don't know if he Chris, said he, he Chris, pick up on things Chris. He said he doesn't pick up on things as fast. He said he Chris, doesn't cut have it out. struggle. Chris, cut this shit out. This is what happened. You we saw, only think that because he's so I know smart. What I know what this shit is. Chris, you're a comedic genius. I love you. You're the inspiration. The reason why I probably started stand-up comedy is you and, and uh, Eddie Murphy. But cut this bullshit out. You saw that they came after Ellen 
for being a, a dickhead to people and being mean, and you worried that they're going to come after your ass for being a dickhead to people being mean, and you're like, yo, you can't come for me. I got autism. I see right through this shit, Chris. It's not autism. autism. What's that the name of this shit? Um, uh, Asperger's, hamburgers. He says close to Asperger's. I don't know what it is. No, no, I mean, on the spectrum could mean. No, no, no. He autism is the Google, end of the spectrum. Google Chris's condition. Chris Rock, non-verbal. No, yeah. It's a, it's a light. learning disorder. It's a diet autism. He got Autism he did, zero. He, he said it's like right under autism. He did say that. He said it's he, like no, right he said Asperger's. He said Asperger's. Right. It's right under Asperger's, so it's nothing. Okay, <laughs> it goes autism, Asperger's, normal. You're just making some shit up for normal because you don't want people to Ellen you. You're worried about getting Ellen. That's a good. I mean, listen, that's a great strategy. I'm just saying, Chris. I liked how Ellen handled it this week, though. Ah, did you? Yeah. Don't take no responsibility for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not taking no responsibility for it, but I will make sure things around here run better. <laughs> okay? Yes, Chris Rock revealed learning disorder diagnosis. Chris, cut this out. He might have that, man. Man, get out of here. All right, well, give me that. But I will say, but no, but see, that's what makes him him, though. I think that, think about it. All he can take in is words. So if everything he understands is verbal, that means... He has to communicate better than everyone else. So he takes his time. He writes these great pieces. He goes on that stage and he delivers them in incredibly great fashion. And his words are so clear. Like Chris, there's everything is so cut and dry with Chris Rock on that yes, stage. Yes, he is fucking brilliant. And I think that's why. I think it's that disorder that makes him be able to communicate that much better to people. Because he doesn't know how to communicate that with emotions and feelings. Yes. He has to do it with the words. And or I, acting things out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, like we take that, that. I think that's what makes him Chris Rock. Definitely part of it. Let, let, let's pay some but bills. What is it called? NVLD. Nonverbal learning disability. A neurological condition made the fuck Marked up. Marked by a collection of academic and sometimes social difficulties Experienced by children. Listen, no, no, look, look, though. Experienced by children of average or superior intelligence. Yo, yo. Chris is smarter than is everybody. Chris, is Chris just finding a way to say he's smart, bro? We know he's smarter than everybody. You know how you know Chris Rock is smarter than everybody? We know he is. He's go, genius. Go watch his old material. Yes. His old material, sadly, sounds so fresh Right now. Yeah. So either he's a prophet or ain't shit changed. <laughs> I think it's a combination of the two. In neurological condition marked by a collection of academic and sometimes social difficulties experienced by children of average or superior intelligence. It's just smart kids not wanting to talk to dumb kids. And that's probably what his life is. But that doesn't mean you have a disability. That just means people are dumber. Yeah. And you don't have any tolerance for them being dumber than you. Which is kind of I'm being with a chick. <laughs> not eh, is you. He's trying to not get a mean too. That's what Ellen got. She didn't get. <laughs> 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 Ellen got mean too, bro. She got mean too. <laughs> Yo, mean too would be the funniest <laughs> movement of all time. Well, everybody that's ever been mean to you in your life, you from teachers to executives, the kids in school, he bullied me when I was in fifth grade. Yo, you do, it would be over. Hashtag mean Everybody too. got mean too. Everybody that got That right mean there too. would level the playing field. You were the ultimate. You were the fucking... No, you were the ultimate. Oh, no, I'd be mean too like a mother. <laughs> I was an asshole. I know I was. I was. Listen, I know I was. You running was around the kid, running you, around the sun. I, yes, I tell you who I did. I did. The girl, this, this person had on a Phoenix Suns jacket. 
And she was big, and me and my cousin was running around her. I'm Earth. You're Jupiter. I'm Earth. You're Jupiter. Like, listen. I'm listen. Let me tell you something. Oh my. Wait, what? I'm, <laughs> what? <laughs> she had on a big, fe- she had on a Phoenix Sun jacket. Okay. She was and a big he girl. pretended to be planets so had the big circling sun around the sun. <laughs> <And so> we, <laughs> I was Earth and my cousin was Jupiter. And we were just running around her. But listen, listen, That's let me crazy. tell you something. All of that came from a place of pain. <laughs> I'm serious. I was a hurt individual. I yeah. literally was just talking to my therapist about this shit. Yo, I I got into such a funk last week just thinking about the people that we might have hurt just by clowning on them. Yeah. It was the weirdest shit. I'm like, why the fuck am I thinking about these motherfuckers in high school? Yeah. It was the weirdest shit. And I'm like, yeah. are there kids like me in schools now? Yeah. Or do they all just exist online? No, 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 no. We was that shit y'all doing online. We were doing person. We was doing in person. You had to handle the smoke. You had to handle that. So so when we got swung on, we deserved yeah. to get swung on. Yeah. I have been attacked by three kids with hamburgers. What's the shit called? <laughs> <laughs> no, sis, sis, what are y'all laughing? I've been I've been attacked. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> I've told y'all these stories before. I would get attacked by those kids in school because there was this one I used to go to the Kingdom Hall with. Yeah. Would clown him all the time. By the way, yeah. he never responded to me. And then one day. When I say never, I used to see him at school, yep. clown him. He wouldn't say nothing. I mean, nothing. No looks, no nothing. Just non-verbal. straight face. Nonverbal. There we go. He'd be at the Kingdom Hall with me on Sunday. I'm still clowning him. He would say nothing. Man, one day I walked past this kid and I swear this kid put me in a headlock, man. And it was like, I'm looking and I can see my life flashing before my eyes. And I see all my friends and cousins laughing. And I'm like, why is nobody helping me? I'm dying. Who is doing this to me? And then right when I felt like God was like, all right, come on. Come on. He let me go. Really? And I turned around and he was just walking like nothing had happened. Did you ever say anything to him again? Hell no. Yeah, you stopped. You goddamn right. The whole school was in between class. Yeah. He didn't sneak up on me. Yeah. He did. He wanted to embarrass me. In front of everybody. The way I've been clowning him. But he never said a word. So my point in saying all of that is, I thought about all of that shit last week for some reason. Yeah. And it just hit me like, what the fuck you? But you got it back. A bunch of times. Yeah. But But mostly by the Asperger's people? Um, another one, my man, uh, and I, I just saw a video of my man named Fish. Salute to Fish. Fish, Fish was at, a, I guess they had a class reunion or something. He was dancing. Fish used to joke back though. But did he have something? Did he yes. have, what did he have? I don't know. I really don't. I don't know. I just know it was something. But back then they were so easily <laughs> yo, definable. This is a, this is a, yo, this is a thing that people don't know. In yeah. the, Trailers in the back. They used to really treat those kids fucked up. By yeah, way. make them eat lunch before everybody. But they you know would separate saying? them because they would get tea. Like these people don't realize. Back in the day, it was a free for all. Like everybody went after everybody, and it was insane. <sighs> so I had this friend of mine in middle school. This kid Carlos. We be walking in the halls, and he have his North Face on, and he walk up to like an Asian kid. He'd be like, "Yo, bro, come here, man. See this shit." And the kid was like, "What?" He's like. Cousin, fuck the stitching. What the? <laughs> yo, son, son, son. Yo, he would do that regularly, Whoa. bro. Whoa, it was crazy. Nah, man, everybody listen. got it. 
There was a kid that, that put me in a fucking headlock. This kid was crazy. <laughs> we were going at it over something, and he had he was missing a few fingers. His hand kind of looked like ginger root. And he would, he would, he was kind of like that. I was like curled up like that. And I had made fun of his little ginger root hand. And he put me in a, it's a big kid. He put me in a headlock. And somehow I think the ginger root clasped or something on his other hand. And he locked in. And dude, it would not unlock, bro. Drag my face on the fucking ground in front of everybody. I was bleeding out of my I head. I remember Fish, I, me and Fish was joking back and forth. And Fish grabbed me during uh, gym class. And Fish, Held me up like like he he, he you know how you flip you know how you do that turn your phone shit he turned he grabbed me and he turned me right so he was holding me horizontal and he was jumping up and down with me like this laughing and then he put me on top of a fence no the fence that was around the, the track the, no he put me he just hung me on top of the fence like like <laughs> why did y'all not stop. Bullying people then, like what you guys got? Because what it's this, this what is the thing was. we didn't realize it was bullying back then. No, I, I, I'm just speaking no, for me. We did. Be no, honest. I just thought it was jokes. But that's because bullying. you got to think back in the day we used to play the dozens. You that's, know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's All, the, like there was a culture for it. With everybody. Yeah, 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 man, there was a culture for anybody could get it. You see comedians on stage roasting people. Mm -hmm. They had a fucking whole show called Your Mama. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they was that roasting was a thing. Yep. It becomes bullying when the person isn't roasting back. And now you're just taking advantage of this person and you're just constantly roasting, 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 That is roasting. another thing that's interesting. Is like, we would never say anything to another kid that we didn't say to the people in our group. It's not like we were oh, roasting a we fuck was worse. out of people. We were way worse for the people in our group. I knew, I knew more. I knew more. I knew my cousin was getting evicted. I knew... <laughs> I knew my cousin's father was on crack. Like, people knew my dad was in rehab. Like... Like you, your dad pull up in a raggy ass Toyota Tercel, every a bunch of poor people teasing other motherfuckers for being poor. Yo, that's all. Like was, seriously, bro. a bunch that's of poor people teasing was. other motherfuckers for being poor. Oh, like dude. like we were terrible to each other. If you if I knew you, forget it. Oh my god! And if you were boring, we would make things up about you. Like like we had one of our friends, he was just kind of boring. So we just made up a story that he used to watch his parents have sex all the time. And we just spread that throughout the whole school. Bro. That he watches his parents have sex. And that was our homie. That's, why, like, I don't, that's why I don't even get upset about any lie that's said to me on the internet, said about me on the internet. Right. Because I was the original internet. I have let stories go in my community uh -huh. in Monk's Corner that I forgot about. And then it comes back. And then it comes back. <laughs> Be sitting around. Yo, you heard about such and such? What, what happened? happened? I'm like, why that sound familiar? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I said that six months ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, what? I never told you when my boys uh, convinced me I had an STD without me, me knowing. Oh, Wax did that to me? No, no, no. I got an email from a company. No, man. Yes. There's an anonymous email service that used to go around back in the day. Where, where, so it was made so that people, if they got an STD, they could tell the other people they've had sex with, right? But anonymously. So I get this email that says, yo, you have chlamydia or you have syphilis or some shit like that, right? And I got to go to Argentina the next week, right? So I'm like... Well, that's not enough time to get rid of syphilis. I think we're going to have to deal with this when I get back from why Argentina. Take, why, couldn't, why couldn't you take syphilis to Argentina? I don't know. I, I mean, I, maybe we could. I just didn't want to feel bad. Anyway, so I'm in Argentina. I'm having like a mental fucking breakdown, right? I call up my, I'm with my boy Jamil in Argentina, right? I'm having a mental breakdown. I'm out here trying to get laid, but at the same time, I'm riddled with syphilis in my head, right? So 
I'm having a mental, I, I call my fucking parents, bro. I'm like, mom, dad, I don't know what I should do. I have syphilis. I'm down here in Ar- Argentina. What the fuck should I do? They're like, it's okay. You can get rid of that. You just got to go to the hospital. I'm like, oh my God, I, do I got to t- call every girl I've hooked up and tell them I gave them syphilis. I don't know what the fuck to do. And I'm finally breaking out. I tell my best friend in the whole world, I go, Jamil, man, I got fucking syphilis. I don't know what the fuck to do. I'm here in Argentina. What, what, what should we do? Should we go to the hospital right now? He goes, man, when the fuck do you get syphilis? And I go, I don't know. I got an email last week. This chick said she gave me some syphilis, whatever. He was like, oh, I sent you that shit. <laughs> I love a guy. Listen, what's his name? Jamil forgot Jamil, completely. I love you, Jamil, because that's the best joke. Yo. The joke where you don't need an immediate reaction. <laughs> just slow burn. The slow burn is so, <laughs> so good. Talk about slow burn. I thought I had syphilis for a week. <laughs> I did that to someone in college. What, what you, you mean? I had my Game syphilis. No, <laughs> no. I um I knew this guy that went to the um. He wasn't wasn't the clinic. They were just doing like testing, Checkups. whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I had my friend call. Like she was like the nurse. Like hi, sorry, but to let you know. No. Like all that. <laughs> was this a dude you hooked up with? St- no, no, no. He was just my friend. What dr- What did you say he had? Um, I said that he had gonorrhea and that he, that they had to come in for another, or he has to come in because we had to tell you something that we can't tell on the phone. Oh, so he had AIDS too. (laughs) You gave someone AIDS? Wax did that to me. Mind you, I didn't even tell him to this day he doesn't know that was me. I thought you did that to Wax. No, Wax did that to me. Wax did that. And and it's so funny because this, you know, back in the day when I was just a terrible (laughs) Hold on. And I was, I was at a, I was at a young lady's house. Uh Uh-huh. And a young lady called me. This this way before. Oh, yeah, media. yeah. Now I the young lady <laughs> called me and was like, asked me when the last time I spoke to the woman I had been, another one I had been messing around with because she, she was a scripper. And right. I was like, I haven't spoke to her in a minute. I said, why, what's up? And she was like, well, you know, I don't know. She, she, she's she been losing a lot of weight and, you know, she's, she's sick, but she wants to tell you herself. And I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, because I'm sitting next to a, I'm sitting next to a girl. I'm like, I'm good. And she's like, you sure when the last time you've been tested? I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, and she's like, all right. And so I hang up and I'm sitting in the house for a while. I start tapping my foot. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, let me go see if I'm good for real. So I, said, I, was like, I was like, hold on one second. I'll go outside. I go sit in the truck. Like I call, I call Wax. First, I call my boy Frosty. Yeah. He's like, I don't know the last time I seen her. And then I call Wax. Wax like, yo. <laughs> he's like, when the last time you seen such and such? She was like, such and such, who's that? And he's like, oh, yo, I meant to tell you, yo, I seen her the other night, man. She mad skinny, yo. Like, <laughs> she looked like something wrong. I'm like, for real? He's like, yeah, yeah, for real. I'm like, all right, hold on. So you know me, I'm getting right to the source after that. <laughs> and your anxiety is going. I'm not can't right I call her. Yeah. Like, yo, first of all, I'm concerned. You good? She's like, what you, what you mean am I good? I'm like, I just got a phone call and somebody told me you skinny and shit and you sick and you don't know how to tell me. She's like, who told you that? I'm like, I don't know her name. And she's like, these hating ass bitches, yada, yada, yada. Like, you still ain't answer the question. Is you good? She's like, of course I'm fucking good. What you mean? Then the phone beeps. It's the number that called me before. Click over. It's the young lady that called me. She's like, Charlamagne, I'm so sorry. Wax told me to do that. I don't want you to be upset with me. Please, please, please forgive me. I'm like, this piece of fucking shit. And he let it play for like three hours. Oh, I love it. That's a long time when you think you got AIDS, bro. 
serious. That's a long fucking time when you think you got that incurable disease. Just pay some bills, man. But wait, how'd you get him back? I'm still doing it. It's never going to it's, 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 it's never going to Never. <laughs> never. And he will tell you that. But it fucks him up in real life. What you mean? Because he be getting pulled over by the police and shit. <laughs> and he be saying shit like, Charlotte since you didn't. <laughs> I'm serious. He, he's never told you that story. Police pull him over. What was the last? It was something that just happened to him recently. And he was like, Charlotte means since you. I said, this ain't got nothing to do with me. You really under arrest this time, buddy. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's pay some bills, oh, man. Some- and then come back and uh, do a quick deep dive. All right, let's pay some bills, man. Is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? Huh? It's got to be, right? You know, we all got anxiety. At least I do. You know, we all deal with bouts of depression. You know, we can be our own worst enemies. It's interesting with our minds, right? Our minds can be our greatest gift or our greatest curse. What? Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit BetterHelp.com slash brilliant. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states in all 50 states i'm sorry special offer for our listeners get 10 percent off your first month of betterhelp.com slash brilliant that's betterhelp.com slash brilliant invest in your mental wealth go to BetterHelp today and i'm gonna tell you something else that helps me deal with my anxiety well cushy dreams all right cbd baby Cushy Dreams offers a full lineup of premium smokable CBD. They specialize in extraordinary CBD-rich hemp flower, a.k.a. bud, and pre-rolled CBD joints. Looks like high-quality marijuana, feels like high-quality marijuana, and tastes like high-quality marijuana. Cushy is 100% hand-trimmed, never machine-trimmed. Each batch is slow-cured for two to four weeks to guarantee maximum freshness. And preserve flavor and cannabinoids. Best of all, is grown right in the USA, okay? I personally like Cushy Dreams. I like CBD. It helps me to sleep well at night, and it helps with my anxiety. And on Saturday nights when I'm sipping a little cognac, and I don't feel like, you know, partaking in no THC, I do some, some CBD, man. So salute to Cushy Dreams. Um, you can enjoy all of the health benefits of CBD without getting high, Okay. It's cannabis that ships directly to you and it's legal to all 50 states. Join the men and women who are sick of vapes and gummies and want to smoke their CBD. Go to CushyDreams.com to get some high quality CBD, bud. At checkout, use promo code IDIOTS for 20% off your next order. That's Cushy, K-U-S-H-Y, Dreams.com. Promo code IDIOTS for 20% off your next order. Cushy Dreams, smoke your CBD. What are we going to do? Let's just... Let's or just... this social dilemma thing. Oh, the shit you won't care about next week. You should care about this next week. Schultz's Dilemma was great. The Schultz <clears throat> Dilemma. I liked it. 
Social dilemma. We we have a, we do yeah. a segment called "Shit You Won't Care About Next Week," but yeah. I think you will care about this next week. Okay. I think it's a great documentary. I think it is to social media what um what the what the food what was that what was that oh, diet yeah, one? Yeah, Remember yeah, that one? Yeah, 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 what yeah. the food was to the meat industry. This would be to the social media industry. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Or but like we, some climate change doc was for the environment that won the album. Still haven't made. found one that makes me give a fuck. Really? No, I do. I care. I don't. I care. I don't. Especially with that fucking doomsday clock they got in New York now. That's counting down for like seven years. Hating ass clock. Yeah. I care. I, I, I care only what because- they know, yo? You know why I care? I'm going to tell you why do I care. do something if you really care. Imagine you're putting money into a stupid clock when the world was going down. Just do something. Do something. Um, Productive. Not count. Thank you. I, th- I think they're doing, this, doing it to scare people because people should be scared, right? Because I feel like, I feel that one with the universe. Like when I look up in the sky, I see the sun, I see the moon. When I when I walk barefoot in my yard, I feel the earth. When I hug trees, I feel all of that, right? So it's just like and if then all Chappelle of the- says, shut the fuck up forever. <laughs> <laughs> Cut Eddie- down the trees in the yard. <laughs> and then Eddie Murphy flashes back to the 80s and calls him hey. <laughs> but, but no, it's like, yo, I really feel like um, I'm one with this planet, right? So mm-hmm. There's certain things I don't do. Like if I see trash on the ground, I do pick it up. Yep. I don't litter and shit like that. Yep. Only because it makes me feel bad. Maybe it's just something in my head. Right. So I don't necessarily need the climate change doc to scare the fuck out of me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, what the fuck? What the food or whatever it was called didn't really make me stop eating meat. Maybe slow down on it a little bit. Right. Um, the same thing with Social Dilemma. We know we knew this before we saw the doc that it was a problem. Mm. What are the solutions? I read a great book called Digital Minimalism, Digital Minimalism by mm-hmm. Cal Newport a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It gave you a lot of solutions on how to wean yourself off this drug that is social media, that is our fucking phones. But that's the only thing. And, and when you you text me that the other day, when I text you about the doc, and you, which, I didn't really quite catch what you said until later. I see why you thought it was fatalist. Yeah. But did it give you no solutions? There's no solutions. And it makes it seem like it's all bad. Like the reason that we can look at our phone six hours a day is because our lives are so much easier because of our phone. You know, people that don't have a phone, they live off the land in Alaska, have to spend all day living off the land. They don't have time to just stare at their phone and play video games for six hours. So our life has become so easy because of technology and partly because of that algorithm. Like to act like we don't benefit from the algorithm, you and I have benefited immensely. All those Breakfast Club videos that gone viral, yeah, that yeah, algorithm yeah, yeah. helped them uh, get pushed out to all the people that would like it and consume it. So it's like, I'm not going to sit here and criticize an algorithm. What I will say is that the documentary showed that these companies are not being transparent. You know, if you're going to make a hamburger that's 2,000 calories, tell me that shit's 2,000 calories, 2,000 calories, bro. Cigarettes got to have the warning label Put on the Put the warning shit. labels on, yeah, like, yeah, let yeah. us know what we're getting into, you know? And- and then the other thing that bothered me about it is there's no accountability. It's like, once I know what you guys are doing, I could be accountable. If I know if I click a video of football, you're going to suggest another 15 football videos. You know what I might not click? That football video. Maybe I don't want to watch it that bad where it's going to fuck my algorithm. Maybe I'll just choose the things that could help me. I agree. And you know what else is wild? Um, and this is something that I always knew because I read this a long time ago. These guys that create these apps and this technology, they don't let their kids use it. Yeah. You watch the end of the doc, it's like four or five of them. It's like, I don't let my kids be on this shit. I don't let my kids be on this shit. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like they understand the danger of it 100%. And they understand how kids could just get like locked in and addicted. And I think it's going to be part of it. There is one thing that really fucking bothered me about the documentary. Which one? I don't like people 
that make tons of money developing the bad things. And once they get paid off it, now fuck y'all, let's burn it up, blow it up. And then make money on the other side. That guy Tristan or whatever his name, the, the ginger dude that sees like the real star of it, he starts out there making the the um these algorithms that do all this fucked up shit. And then he changed his job to being an ethicist and making money off saying how horrible they are. It's like, like it's like it's like getting you hooked on. Him, it's like selling you cigarettes and then, you know, setting up the halfway house that helps you to or the nicotine patch that helps you to get off it. It's like putting a bunch of black people in jail with a crime bill and then coming around being like, I care about black people and I want to make sure that they're not put in prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, obviously, it's different because over that amount of time, you can learn, you could change. I'm I'm just throwing a shot. Yeah, at but you days. still got to rate I'm your teasing. own. You got to write your you gotta wrong. You got to write your wrong, man. And maybe it's not the best to profit off of this other side. Maybe if you made all this money, the, the best example- How about well, how about well, use that money helping fix the problem? Instead of profiting off the problem you created, yep. you got all this money now, invest this money into helping to fix the problem. You said it good when we were texting. You said something about like, uh, you're like, it's like the drug dealer that gives out turkeys. On, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, on yeah, Christmas, yeah. it's like yeah, it, just giving out some turkeys, just telling people that the algorithm's bad, yeah, isn't gonna make up for the fact that you made it. You're making money, yeah. You're making money. You're, you're poisoning the community and then taking a little bit of that, uh, that a little bit of it and putting it back in the community, saying, "Hey, and, look, I'm doing something good." And you want pats on the back? You can't even do it silently. You're out there like, "Look, I'm leading the charge against the algorithms that I made." Fuck you. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's yeah. fucked up. But he said that in the documentary, though. He was saying how, like, he tried to present it. He made, like, a PowerPoint or something like that. Oh, and they ignored it. Yeah. Ignored yeah, it's their it, job though. to ignore it. They might have nonverbal learning disorder. <laughs> <laughs> Don't just, just, just because somebody ignores you, be gentle, guys. All right? I'm serious. <laughs> What's the, what if that's the key to success? Nonverbal learning like, disorder? Like, all these nonverbal learners, these, like, scientists, these, like, internet dorks, Chris Rock. You kind of got to be like that in life, though. You might have to. It might be an advantage in life. You got Because you got to be like this, right? You can't pay attention over here. You can't pay attention to this. can't pay attention behind you. You got to ignore everything and just focus. Mm -hmm. You kind of got to be like that. Mm -hmm. Huge advantage. Why are we calling it a disorder? It's the most order. You are superiorly mm -hmm. ordered. Mm -hmm. So a good we're way to not going to feel bad for you, bro. Everything's about perspective. That's it. I, I don't you think Chris is asking us to feel bad about him. No, bro. I know. I know. I'm just being hard on Chris. All right, what um let's what else we got, Taylor? I gotta get out of here. Let's just go to asking idiots. Yeah, let's do some asking idiots. Maybe give us a few asking idiots. Okay. Well, um, no underscore link wants to know what day is the pod coming out. Cause we need to address this. <laughs> what day is the pod coming pod out? Pod will yes. be out Friday. <laughs> Why is it always late? You get the pussy get we off. give you. <laughs> all right okay that's what you tell him you get the pussy we give you all right shaven unshaven all right period no period you're gonna get it but you're gonna get the pussy i give you we busy we here you say it takes time that's I mean, what y'all can say it too so everyone else knows my daughter's birth I, well we usually tape on wednesdays right um but my daughter's b born day was yesterday and I didn't forget about it. I just forgot. And so <laughs> I stayed at home and now we're taping the day. So, boom, you know, and then after we go through it and make sure that, you know, um, Andrew Schultz doesn't do anything to ruin our lives. <laughs> you know, you know, it takes a while. Sorry, guys. It's not the same that it used to be. And it will never be the same ever again until we're 70. <laughs> yeah. oh, we're 70. Oh, we're 70. It's we're bringing game. it back. Actually. 
Actually, I think about 55. You think that's it? 55. I think it's it's fuck you money. Once we have the fuck you money forever. I'm going to be honest with you. For me, it's not even about money, man. I really do feel I really don't want to hurt anybody. But when you're 55, you do? <laughs> be honest. I, how about this? How about phrasing like this? What about this? What about this, Charlotte? What about this? You still got people you want to help. Ooh, explain. I like it. I like. You got like people it. you want to help. You got people you want to support. You got people you want to bring up. You yeah, got yeah, movements yeah, you want to yeah, make. Yeah, and those yeah, movements yeah. are bigger than making some jokes. But once you get to 55 or 70. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. You've done enough helping. But even, even in, like, I, I agree with you 100%. You're absolutely right. I just, I just really do like, um, and me and Duval was talking about this the other day. You, we didn't, you don't realize how many people really be hurt. And I guess it goes back to what we were talking about in high school when you was making jokes. Yeah. Like the stuff that we're just laughing at. Man, we didn't mean nothing by that. Yeah. Motherfuckers really be like ready to end it all. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. But then again, we got joked on so hard too and we weren't trying to end it all. So I think that it's not Speak always for yourself. Like that. You were ready to end it all, bro? Nah, not over that. I was not over no jokes. I'm going to be honest with you. I couldn't do over it. Over a vagina maybe. I definitely thought about killing myself over a woman or two. Yeah. But never over no jokes. The jokes was like, because the, the thing about jokes, you can always come back with better jokes. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Always. Like, if somebody says something to you, yeah, you can always come back with something stronger. Like, that was the, that's what sharpens you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I mean, that shit does hurt, bro. I remember once I got pants and I didn't have any pubes yet and all my friends said I look like a dolphin. <laughs> I just, I just had no hair. Bro, that shit stuck with me for with years. I actually think I jinxed myself because I used to pray for pubic hair. And then I prayed so hard that I think I have way too much pubic hair right now. It's like growing up Bro, on my ass and shit. I don't think I could have survived. <laughs> I don't think I could have survived don't pray for the middle school shit, with social media, bro. You don't think you could survive what? I don't think I could have survived social, middle school with social media. It, it would be tough. I had a bunky. They used to call me bunky nose. Bunky nose, yeah. That bunky nose era was tough, bro. Yeah. I, yo, I feel compassion when I look at certain memes and it's somebody making fun of somebody's nose. And yeah. it'll be like it'll be like a sentence that'd be like, he knows what's going on. You know yeah. what I mean? Stupid shit like that. You're describing my comment section. Oh no, they used to kill Andrew. I, I and it took me a while to catch on because they were just putting nostrils. <laughs> Yo, Andrew really became the Joker, bro. Because there was a time <laughs> when they used to be on Andrew's ass. <laughs> and I remember one. I remember Yo, sitting at home God. one time, and it was I don't know if it was Twitter or something. Yeah. And somebody was clapping Andrew's yeah. shoes. And all, oh, yeah. I saw, all I saw was Andrew in the comments saying. Yo, get off me, bro. <laughs> Yo, man, that shit had me crying, man. It was, it was, he always wearing the same two pairs of shoes. That's why you're so sensitive about your shoes. Like, no, I can't wear those shoes. Oh. No, no, I, 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 we don't wear shoes in the studio. It has nothing to do with man. that. Yeah, no, but that was funny because I literally had two pairs of these Jordan ones. I never noticed. I wasn't paying attention to no shit like no, that. No, but I was wearing them back and forth on the episodes trying to throw the scent off the trail. You know what I mean? I'd never wear them back to back. I was like wearing them back and forth and motherfuckers caught on to my game, bro. I just had two. This was, was early like, days, And he was like, yo, get off. yo, won't you get off me, bro? <laughs> I think that shit might hurt me to my core, I can bro. read the frustration. Yeah, that shit might hurt me to my core, dog. It really came uh, for me, dude. Oh my God, man. I think I said, no, nah, the one that killed me the most with the nose one 
as I remember, we put up, um, it was a YouTube clip. I tried to stay out of comments. I was scrolling through the comments once, and one comment just said, damn, Schultz looked like he could smell a bagel from a mile away. <laughs> you ain't nothing but a hound dog. You ain't, you ain't nothing. <laughs> I'm telling you, listen, those physical, those physical appearance they shit. They stay with you, bro. They will stay with you because there's nothing you can do when you're going through puberty. <laughs> Yes, the fuck could I do but grow into my nose? And that's the stupid shit it does tell you. Oh, you're growing to your nose. <laughs> my nose is going to still keep growing? What do you mean? You think my nose just stopped growing? I remember, I remember the woman that used to molest me when I was eight. Yeah. When I stopped letting her molest me, man, and she used to get in my goddamn head and tell me how ugly I was after that's that. That's fucked up. And she had my grandma. She literally, I remember this day like it was yesterday. She's like, what's wrong with his nose? Something's wrong with his nose. Look how swollen his nose is. My grandma putting all types of cream and shit on my no. nose. Got me holding an ice pack to my nose. Oh. And I'm sitting there like, and I didn't, you know, of course you don't realize until you get older. You was just fucking with me because I wouldn't let you touch on me no yeah. more. Nothing was wrong with my fucking nose. Yeah. And why the fuck did my grandma put blue star ointment on Yo, my nose? That's crazy. She gave you an ice pack to and put I, on your <laughs> fucking nose. Bro, that is insane. An oh, ice pack. On your nose All because of you Molesting me Making me feel fucked up about myself That's hilarious So it's her fault That is her fault Anybody I've ever bullied (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Taylor you feel bad That's sad You don't know Be honest that shit look a little swollen Those old traumas die hard, man. I'm telling you. All right. As always. Really? You don't want to do one more? No. <laughs> I think we gave it up. My to... self esteem's dropping by it's the over. second. Stop <laughs> this podcast immediately. It's, it's over. I got therapy tomorrow at 3 o'clock. <laughs> As always, if you listen to this podcast, you think we're smart, you think we're brilliant, you think we're intelligent, you're absolutely right. If you listen to this podcast and think we're just a couple of idiots who don't know shit, you're right too. It's the Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Thank you for listening. Peace.